You're listening to Mundane and Beautiful. I'm thrilled to have you join me here. I'm your host, Hannah Knight, and on this podcast, we explore seeing God's goodness in both the beautiful places and difficult spaces, in the stories God is writing for our lives. No matter where you are or what you're doing, stay for a few minutes and join me as we consider both the big and small ways that God is creating a beautiful story of redemption, beauty, and grace. Psalm 107 says, in the words of King David, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His steadfast love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom He has redeemed from trouble and gathered in from the land. From the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. episode two of mundane and beautiful it really is a gift that you've chosen to spend a few moments with me today last time i said that we would be discussing food on this episode but i've decided to change things up a bit in some ways to continue laying out the heart behind the podcast but also introducing a practical way that we can see beauty in the mundane. Honestly, God's goodness has always been something, especially probably within the past 8-10 years of my life, that I've wrestled to see every day. And I think it's something that we all wonder, we all wrestle with, is God good? And so in this podcast, I'd like to explore how God has given us nature as a way to see his goodness. Jonathan Edwards was a great pastor and theologian in colonial America. He kept a journal called Shadows of Divine Things. In this journal, he recorded the small and large beauties in nature that he saw as shouting out the creativity of the creator. Edward said the following in his journal, quote, God's excellency, his wisdom, purity, and love seem to appear in everything, in the sun, moon, and stars, in the clouds, in blue sky, 
the grass, flowers, trees, and the water, and all nature. We too can find beauty and God's goodness in the small things. Whether it's sunrise on a winter morning, a fresh snowfall, or watching the gentle swaying of trees, being in nature helps us as we seek to speak truth to ourselves, to preach the gospel to ourselves, to preach to ourselves the goodness of God in whatever circumstances we find ourselves in. Psalm 27, 13 says, Give me not up to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me, and they breathe out violence. I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Psalm 34, 8 says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Psalm 119 continues God's goodness, sharing his goodness. You are good and do good. Teach me your statutes, the psalmist says in verse 68. In Nahum 1.7, says, The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble. He knows those who take refuge in him. And lastly, Psalm 107, the verse in our intro. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Friend, I need these truths just as much as you do. When David wrote these words, he was in much trouble, and he had to speak the goodness of God to his own heart. In fact, a lot of those scriptures, when you look up the backgrounds, were written when the people were in the midst of challenging circumstances. It's interesting because, as God would have it, being in nature is actually beneficial to our own health. A research study done by the University of Minnesota put out an article titled, How Does Nature Impact Our Well-Being? They made the claim that, quote, nature helps us cope with pain. Because we genetically are programmed to find trees, plants, water, and other elements engrossing, we are absorbed by nature scenes and distracted from our pain and discomfort. End of quote. This claim is backed up by a research study that they did. Patients who had undergone gallbladder surgery were split up into two groups. One group was put into was put into a room facing trees outside. The other group was put into a separate room facing a wall. <laughs> well, as it would have it, the group that faced the trees recovered faster and they had a better positive outlook in their recovery. I'm not saying to just enjoy nature just for the health benefits. But in looking at nature and observing carefully God's beauty He's placed around us, we can enjoy the effects on our health. 
why, why am I sharing this with you today? Why do I think that God's goodness is so important to meditate on, to remember? I believe that if we can't find beauty in God's goodness, in the small things, in the mundane places of life, then we can't see His goodness in the hard things. If we don't train ourselves to see His goodness in those small things, then we are training ourselves to see His goodness in His big story of redemption, of all the messy pieces being used by Him into the greater, the, His greater plan. Lately, I've been thinking of the verse, Godliness with contentment is great gain. In 1 Timothy 6, 6. Also, Philippians 4, 12, which says, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. How is Paul able to say, that he was content in such difficult circumstances. It was because he had found his contentment in God. He had found God's goodness, his love, his mercy, even his holiness and his wrath as comforting as his peace and as his hope. There is pain, there is purpose in pain. And when God is good, and we know that our pain has a purpose, according to Romans 8.28, that we know that all things work together for good to them that are called according to His purpose, then we can be content in whatever circumstance God has placed us because we know that He's going to use it for our good. And this is something that God has been working on me. <laughs> Honestly, it's still such a journey for the past eight years, ever since I was 15. Um, from the time that my mom had miscarriages and being just devastated by finding out that I wasn't going to have uh, younger siblings that I so desperately wanted and had prayed for, to today and finding out that my brother has COVID and my first semester of college has to be finished online, most likely. I find myself asking, and I think that I ask myself every day whether I realize it or not, is God good? And it is a journey. It's a journey of tasting and seeing that the Lord is good and trusting when I don't understand. Psalm 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And friends, I don't want to want for anything but for Jesus. This has been the message that has been burning in my chest for these eight years. To know that God is good, no matter what circumstance, no matter what pain I see, in my own life or in the faces of others. God is good no, no matter what circumstance, whether in the magnificent, in the little moments, and in the hard moments. I want to know, and I wonder if you do too, 
that in whatever situation we are in, whether in the magnificent, in the mundane, or the hard, God is writing a good story. And friends, this is what I find myself asking every day. Is God good? And I know He is. And I want to taste and smell and see that He is good. And one way I do that, one way that I'm learning to do that, is the nature of enjoying nature, of enjoying creation. As John Piper says, tuning our senses to taste and see His graces. I'd like to end with a Thomas Merton quote. He was a British monk in the 20th century, and he is known for his thoughtful writings on life and Christian living. He said, To be grateful is to recognize the love of God in everything He has given us, and He has given us everything. Every breath we draw is a gift of His love. Every moment of existence is a grace for it brings with it immense graces from him. Gratitude, therefore, takes nothing for granted, is never unresponsive, is constantly awakening to new wonder and a praise of the goodness of God. For the grateful person knows that God is good, not by hearsay, but by experience. And this is what makes the difference. Friends, thank you for joining me today. Again, it has been such an honor that you've chosen to spend these minutes with me. May you have a blessed week. And remember that when we've tasted of his goodness, we shall not want, but want more of him. May we all find his beauty and grace in whatever circumstances we find ourselves in.